evening. Hope you're all well. We're learning Masecha Sota Daf Lamed Hay, and we're starting on the very bottom line of Lamed Dalad Amid Beis. We're going to be discussing um, a lot of the uh, elements of the Chet Hamiraglim. And the Gemara says three lines from the bottom: Vayashuvu Mitur Haaretz that they, the Miraglim, came back from scouting out the land. And on the next, uh, on the top of the next page on Lamed Hay Amid Aleph, it says Vayelchu Vayavo, a double language. Why the double language? So says the Gemara, their returning home from the scouting must have been similar to their departure for the scouting. How so? Just like when they returned, they came back with Eitzara. Even before they ever left, this whole thing was a ruse. All of this was for them to say, the non uh, Kalev and Yoshua people, whereas to say this was a disaster, we're not doing this. Says the Gemara, they, uh, let's just read the whole Pasuk. Uh, the Pasuk says, The first thing that these guys said, and now we know that even their Yitzia was uh, was the Shemra, they said, wow, land of milk and flowing honey. And then Ochsiv Efes Kiyaz Ha'am. No, it's not such a Gishmak land. There's giants in this land. So it says the Gemara Amar of Yochanan, Mishum Reb Meir, Kol Lashon Hara, She'ein Bo Davar Emes Bitchilaso, Ein Miskayim Besofo. Lashon Hara, in order for it to uh, stand, has to have an element of Emes in it. It can't all be Sheker. There has to be a degree of truth. So they agree, Taka, there is a Zavas Chalavudvash. There's also giants. But when they spoke negatively that there were giants, that was uh, only on the heels of having said something complimentary. <laughs> the Pasuk then says, Vayas Kalev Esa'amel Moshe. What does Vayahas mean? Amar Rabba. Rabba says, Shehisisen Bidvarim. He tried to talk to them in words. So Pasach Yoshua de Kamishtai. He opened up, Yoshua opened up his mouth. He was going to say something. And Amre Lei and, and the other Miraglim just shut him down. Dain Rosh Katia Yamalel. This guy who is uh, the Rosh Katiya, the head of that, which is cut off, is Yamalel. He's going to speak. In other words, he had no children. And because he had no children, the Yerusha components of Eretz Yisrael, his son wasn't going to go into battle. Wait, what are you talking about? You're not even shy to the conversation. Leave it be. So he said to himself, Omar, I'm just going to talk regularly. They're going to shut me down. If they're going to shut me down, I have to come up with another approach. So he put on his educational cap and he came up with a new approach of how to talk to them. Twelve lines down. Lamed Hamadal. Before he leaves, let's meet up with this. I don't know if we're going by the Eliyahu. That what? That he said that he knew that they were wrong, right? But he needed to tell it, or else he was going to die. Like they killed Korah. Korah. You're talking about Yeshua? No, no. Same thing, you gotta have a same, little bit of same, you gotta, same he made a plan. Oh, yeah. So Yoshua had to be strategic. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Same, same, same. So Amar Lahan, he said, I have a whole I, I have a whole new approach. Is this all that Ben Amram? Yeah, is this all that Ben Amram did? And it left a subtle implication that he was gonna say something negative. Sabre bignuse komishtoi. Everyone who heard Yehoshua's ruse thought that he was going to say something negative. So Ishtiku, and that's how you get people's attention when you have some juicy gossip. So he played the gossip card, even though he said nothing negative. And Omar Luhu, he spun the whole thing. He said, no, he took us out of Egypt. He split the sea for us. And he, uh, he arranged for Mun to come from heaven. 
And if he would tell us to do something crazy, like build ladders and climb up to the sky, would we not listen to him? What are you guys, what are you guys talking about? Moshe knows what he's talking about. What's with all the Miraglim stuff? So says the Gemara, Allah alone So he says that that's what the Pasuk says. What's missing in the Pasuk is the dialogue. But what he says, that alone, no, we can do this. We can go into Eretz Yisrael. These guys are wrong. Yoshua was playing a strong hand. They said, we're not able to. They said something really outlandish. They had said that, uh, that they are stronger than us. So there's another way to read this. I'll take Mimenu in the classical way. Elamimenu in that they are stronger than Hashem. In other words, we're really, we're really, this was Sasur ben Michael, right? So there's Mice of Shalakadosh Baruch from yesterday. Even the owner of the house couldn't take the Kalim out, obviously. A Mashal Hedyot that a Kadosh Baruch couldn't solve this problem. He couldn't even take his Kalim out of his house. Namely, he couldn't take the people out of the land. It's his house, it's his land. The people who were there were put there by him. He could remove them whenever he wants. Well, then you have freedom of choice, go out the water. I, well, right, in theory, except that in fact they did rebel, so they didn't have free choice. But his point was that Moshe, look, every time we've had great leaders, they they get uh, it's not all it's not Pasha to be a great leader. You're always going to have people who don't like you. So I don't know if they didn't like Moshe, but they certainly Korach didn't like Moshe. I think that's fair to say. You know, he's a uh, right Rav Lachem Bnei Levi. So over here too, not everybody listened to Yoshua, not everybody listened to Moshe. Says the Gemara, Eretz Ochelas Yoshvei. The argument back from the Miraglam was, no, this is a land where people get consumed by the land. This is a very difficult Gemara. It's not difficult to understand the flow, but the messaging is difficult. Dorash Rava. Rava says, Omar Kodesh Baruch Ani Chashavti Alatova. I thought that burying certain people was going to be a good thing. Beheim Chashvu And they interpreted it as bad. Says the Gemara, Whenever they got to a new place in Eretz Yisrael, somebody died. So that they'd be focused in their community and not worry about the people around them. People are going to die anyway. So he chose that they should die at that time, whatever the din is. That was just so that they would not be focused on their surroundings, but be happy that they've moved in. Some say, no, it was actually not a random person who died, but what the Gemara says when it says Eretz Ocheles Yosho is talking about the death of Eov, and everyone was consumed with that. And that everyone would die. Says the Gemara, the next part of the Pasuk is, um, in our eyes, we appeared relative to them as chagavim, as grasshoppers. We were a little bug. I just walked through a rainforest last week. The bugs are everywhere, and I would be the giant, right? So if I was the anak, they were saying, I'm a little ant that you almost stepped on as you were walking through the jungle. But then the Pasuk says, that they thought that of us too. So it says, What liars? How do they know what the giants were thinking? They didn't sit down and talk to them. I could understand that you're going to say that I felt relative to them like a Chaga. I'm very small. They're very big. But how do you know? How do you know that that's how they felt? Maybe they thought that you were a normal size. 
Okay, whatever the case may be, says the Gemara, that's actually not true what Rav Misharshia said below. He wasn't Sheker. Says the Gemara, when they were doing the Suddhas Havra, Mavri is the language from Havra, they were giving the Suddha to an Avel. Um, so they were sitting to say Arze, Abu Mavri, they were sitting under a cedar tree. When they were seen, they climbed up in the trees. And Shame de Ka'amri, and they heard the giant saying, I see people sitting in the trees that look like grasshoppers. So Taka was true that in the line of Misharshia, that it was dishonest that the Pasuk said it was it was uh, was was actually a, a fine comment. The Pasuk says that uh, everyone raised their eyes and everybody cried. Omar Rabba, famous Gemara, Omar Rav Yochanan, also Hayom Erev Tishabav, Hayom. Maybe it's not Erev Tishabav, maybe it's actually Tishabav, that's why there's brackets. Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hein Bachu B'chiyah Shalchinam, Vani Ekva Lahem B'chiyah Ladoros. They were crying over nothing because I already told them that Eretz Yisrael is good for them. You're sitting there crying over something that you shouldn't even be crying about in the first place. You, if you can't get around, uh, you can't get over your feelings, which make no sense, then uh, you're going to establish for yourself a day of Bechi forever. The multiple Bate Medrash were destroyed. I am Sham and the Mephorshim about all the terrible tragedies that have happened on, uh, on Tisha B'Av Lidore Doros. The Pasuk says, last of the short lines, we have a little bit of a bump here with that small Tosos there in the middle, says the Gemara, It says that they should be stoned, the, they, they should be stoned uh, for what they've done. Both of these are in the same exact Pasuk. So why do we have in one Pasuk that there should be stones and then at the same time that Hashem will appear in all Moed? So odd. They took stones and they it's like the tower of Bavel, Migdal Bavel. Well, you built um you built the Migdal, now you can reach Akarish Barakhu. No. It's such an odd thing. So here too, they're throwing rocks heavenward as if to hit a Kodesh Baruch Pasuk says, The people who were Moti Dibas Ra, they died in a plague. They died in a very, very bad way. How did they die? Can't make this stuff up. Uh, their tongues stretched and it stretched all the way down to their to their navel to their belly button there were worms that leapt from their tongue and entered into their belly button and then they traveled back and that's how they died the introduction of the motion as it not really got in the sky. This is not Gishmak. No. This is not it's not Gishmak. Also, like I, I'm sure there's more here because there's a navel is like the birthplace a little bit, like you're connected. I'm sure there's tongue is obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Rav Nachman, Bar Yitzchak, takes a little bit more of a medical approach. I don't know if I can call it that because we're in the middle of Sfira and all the Tamidim of Rabbi Akiva died from Askara. It says the Gemara, Omar Be'askara Mesu, they died from this throat disease from having been Shalom Nagu Kavad So over here it was because of Lashnahar that they spoke. 
The Pasuk says, became Yardain. Once the last Israelite, Israel as opposed to Kohen, left the Jordan, the Jordan River, once that happened, the waters then came back. Now let's remember, what first caused the waters to stop? A Kohen stepping into the water. So here it says in the carrying an arrow. So here it says that when did the waters return? When last Israel got out of the water, which means where were the Kohanim? Still in the water, seemingly. Because the only reason the water opened in the first place was because they were there. So it's a little bit, uh, well, the Gemara deals with this. And then, of the water came back like it was a few days ago, filling up over the edges. Nimsa, what do we see from this Pasuk? Aaron Based on the Pshat and the Psukim, it seems to be the case that the Kohanim were stuck on the west side of the Jordan River, and the Jews were on the Israel, the Israel Jews were on the east side of the Jordan River. So how did they get over the river? So I guess they could have walked back in the river, but that's not what the Gemara says. From here we see Nosa Aron as Nosa Avar, that the Aron had the capacity to carry those who thought that they were carrying the Aron. After everybody passed over the river, the Aron Hashem and then subsequently the Kohanim were, were carried over. The famed story from Tanakh by Eli and Shmuel that Uzzah was killed for having tried to catch, quote unquote, the uh, the Aron. It was a bumpy ride. He saw the Aron was tilting a little bit. So he reached out as if to try and catch your natural instincts. But you can't do that, Klape Shmaya. You can't do that by an Aron. You should do that by the Hagbas that people don't know how to do. You should definitely reach out and try to help. But over here, you're not allowed to do that. Well, come on. No sinosa, but it carries the people who carry it, and you don't think it can manage on its own. <laughs> you got it all backwards. So says the Pasuk in Chumash, 10 lines from the bottom. And he killed them on the shal. What does the word shal mean? Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar. That he did something wrong. That he did something wrong. That he went to the bathroom. Um, in front of the Aron, not like on the Aron, uh, but too close to the Aron. This, this is in place of him trying to hold it up, or is it in addition? It was, no, Al-Hashal. Yeah, I don't know. Because the Pasuk just says, Vayichar af Hashem so from the Pasuk alone, we don't know directly and immediately, we don't know what he did wrong. The Gemara said what he did wrong. Right. But from the Psukim, the, there's actually Machlok HaSamur, right? Mm -hmm. One of them says it was uh, that he reached out. And over here, it doesn't seem that way. It seems that also what does that have to do with the word Shal? Russian. Yeah, what does he say? Uh, it's a little... Uh... That's a little bit too much grammar for me, but uh, mm -hmm. from something that goes from up to down. It's defecating, bodily, yeah, bodily function. Right. Yeah. Still an odd word. Uh, it's, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Okay. 
So says the Gemara, Amr of Yochanan, don't worry, Uza ba the Olam Haba. Even though he did make a mistake, he was he still married to Olam Haba. Shnemar im Aron ho Elokim, Aron Olam Kayam, Af Uza ba la Olam Haba. Just like the Aron is forever. Af Uza ba la Olam Haba. I watched a whole documentary on where the Aron is, Pape, the secular people. They think there's this place in like Ethiopia that's housing the. Uh, so we know you saw that. So we have in our Gemara, we learned this in Masechus Yuma, maybe a couple of other places that the one of the badim of the Aram was sticking up and somebody went to pick up the tile and he yeah. died. So we have a bit of Shtekel Masora that it's over here in the tunnels. We also saw in this Masechta that there are things that are actually in the in the tunnels that are under Yerushalayim. I, I don't know if we've scoured them all. We're still finding things archaeologically. Don't know. Says the Pasuk, Ba'yichar the David, al asher parats Hashem parats pe'uza. Here we see that David got angry. What does that mean? Why would David get angry at a Kodesh Baruch Hu? That's very odd. You want to be sad, I understand, but to be angry, says the Gemara, this word Bayichar doesn't mean angry. It was like a cooked dish. His face had a certain uh, reaction to the death of Uzzah. So says the Gemara, if that's true that you get to reinterpret the word Bayichar as Kicharara over here, if that's true, would you say that every time it says Bayichar, we get to translate it however is convenient? It says the Gemara, no. Awesome. Over there, when it says Vayichar Hashem, Vayichar Hashem Be'uza, it added the word Af, Vayichar Af Be'uza, that's anger. But Hacha, when it says Vayichar Loksiv Af, without the word Af, then we have room to reinterpret as Kicharoro. Why was David going to get a punishment? Because he referred to Divrei Torah as Zemiros. Zemiros there, there was song of all of your laws in my house. We would have thought that that was beautiful. But that was, a, we'll see why in a moment that wasn't a good thing. That which it says that 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 which makes your eyes tired, it won't be anymore. Namely, the Torah can uh, invigorate you. You're calling those zmiros. I'm going to make you stumble in an area. That even every little child in cheder knows the mistake that you're going to make. As the pasuk says, the David he moved the aron on a cart. Why would David move the Aaron on a cart? Everybody knows that the Aaron can take care of its own uh, on its own weight. So then he put it on the cart, and then it started to fall, and then Uzzah reached out. So David was indirectly involved slash responsible in some way for what happened with Uzzah. What was no, but it, it was it stayed in a city for a couple of years at that point. It wasn't yes, they, they did the Plishtim did give back the arm, but it, it wasn't immediate that David took it back. It stayed there for a couple of years. When he transported it afterwards, he still had it on a cart or put it on a cart. Yeah. Yeah, the Gemara, the Gemara doesn't uh, to speak about that here, but the Rishonim re remind us of the story that there was a couple of years delay there. So yes, when they brought it back, it was probably as you said, but when he took it back to Shalayim, correct, correct. Well, that's actually to another stop, but yes. Says the Gemara, 
the people of Beis Shemesh, they were injured. They got hit because they saw the Aron. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Mishum de Ro, Vayach. Just because they saw something, then they get injured. Why would that happen? Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yabov, Rabbi Lazar, Machlokas. Chadamar, Kotsrin, Umishtachavin, Hayu. That they were Kotsrin, Umishtachavin. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi's in the outer margin, the last Rashi on the page. Kotsrin, they were harvesting. Umishtachavin, Hayu. They just kind of gave a little bow. Uh, out of respect, but lo That's not right. That's not right. You have to stop working. You have to stand up. You have to go out and watch the parade, watch the whole entourage. But it's not right to just uh, look from afar. So that's why the people in Beis Shemesh, when they saw the Aron moving, they did the wrong thing. That was like that joke that uh, used to go around about the golfer. They were on this golf course and this guy, they see a funeral go by and this guy takes his head off. He puts it over his heart and he's he's playing with another guy. The guy's like, that's really, it's really sensitive of you. He's like, listen, after 55 years of marriage, it's the least I can do for my wife, you know? So it's rude. That's what the Gemara is saying. That's not, that's not polite. When the Aaron is moving around, you have to be able to, uh, you have to be able to show appropriate couple. Or another reason as to why they were punished, says the Gemara, they also said something that they shouldn't have said. Top of Lamed Hamid Beis, going to the very, very top line of Lamed Vav Amid Aleph. The Gemara says, Man amarecha de imrias, uman asa alach de afaisis. The ones that you were afraid of, are you still afraid of them? And the ones that made everything all better, are, is everything all better right now? This was a little bit of a biting line. And Rashi explains this now on the inner margin. man amarecha de imrias. who made you so angry? Minashivya, you're the Aron. You don't need anybody's help. Float out. Go do what you need to do. So the Jewish people were frustrated that it was sitting here uh, wherever it was sitting with the police dam or even afterwards before it was in Yerushalayim. You don't need anybody's help. The Uzzah died because we thought it, there's no help needed over here. So just do your own thing. So that was what they said. And then they got punished. And the Pasuk says, Vayach be'am shivim ish v'chamishim elef ish. There were 70 men and there were 50,000 men. So which one was it? So Rabbi Abov, Rabbi Lazar, another machloka. Really, it was only 70 people who were killed. However, each one of these people were, if there could be a price put on a person, each one of them was equivalent to 50,000 people. Really, it was 50,000 people. There were 50,000 people who died. Um, and everyone was equivalent to the 70 of Sanhedrin, massive Tamir Chachamim, huge, huge loss. The Pasuk says, They took six steps, and then and then they would uh, slaughter a shore, which is an ox. Umari is a fattened animal. But another Pasuk says, So which one was it? Was it the shore Umari that they shechted, or was it the seven Param and the seven Elim? When they were walking with the Aron, every step they took warranted a shechita of shor umri, of the ox and of this fattened animal. And every six steps, then they would bring the animals of Shiva Param and Shiva Elim. So that, that's a lot of animals. I mean, even if you walk 10 feet, like 10 steps, every step is a whole thing. So it says the Gemara, Amr Rav that that can't be. 
Every time you bring a korban, you have to build a bama. If you're going every every step you're going to take, you have to build a new bama. The whole city is going to be filled with bamos. That's ridiculous. So the Gemara says a third of the way down. Only every six steps would we then shech the shor umari, the ox and the fattened animal. And I'll call shisha sedarim shal shesh pesios on every six units of six steps, every 36 steps, then shiva parim shiva ilim. Okay? And just different discussions of how often korbanos were brought during the transportation, during the transportation of the, uh, of the arum. One Pasuk says, Ksiv Kidon, and the other Pasuk says, Ksiv Nachon, different places. Amrav Yochanan, Bitchila Kidon, Udubasof Nachon, different locations. One started in one place and ended in another. The Pasuk, uh, uh, the, sorry, the Tosefta over here is now brought in the middle of the page, almost a third of the way down. The Gemara says, and it's a little choppy because we learned about this yesterday, Nimte Sata Omer, that when we talk about the different collections of stones that we were discussing, the 12 stones here and 12 stones there, the Gemara says, There were three. There was one set of uh, rocks that was set up by Moshe and Moab. And we know the word Be'er from our Sugya. That's by the Yardin. So that we see that that is a, where some stones are. The ones we were just talking about. That's episode number two of the stones. And then that's the second, the third place. So we have a lot going on with the stones. Ayin Sham and Marsha and in the Ein Yaakov. That's where we should be looking. We keep seeing twelve. Is it Shvatim? Is it uh, futuristic? We okay, fine. Tanur Rabbanan says the Gemara two-thirds of the way down. We know that uh, in the uh, stones by the Yardane that they had written the, the 70 versions of the Torah, 70 languages of the Torah on the stone. Omer, it was written directly al Gabi Avanim Kasuha and Shinemar Vhasapta Alho Avanim directly, as called the Torah Zosbi. And then it was covered by limestone. Says the Gemara, that's unfair. If in fact it was written on the stone directly and then covered in lime, so says the Gemara, that's not fair. This is not the right language. How would it be that the Umos Olam would know that the Torah is MS? Says the Gemara, the Kodesh Baruch Hu gave them extra wisdom. Yes, in fact, it was written on the stone and then it was painted over. However, they had extra wisdom. Shigru no tirin shelahem, the wise ones of them, the kilfu esasid, they peeled off the outer layer, vishua v'aldovarzeh, nishatim gzar dinam leveer shachash, hayalahen lelamed v'lolamdu. This was on them, that they should have peeled it off and they didn't. So there was extra wisdom there. This reminds me of the whole, uh, the first mimer in Kovetz Mamar, Rabbi Ochanan, that like a bar mitzvah boy is supposed to have the tfisos of Makadosh uh, Baruch We're grown adults. We barely understand what we're talking about. We stand there at Shachris and we shuckle and we, uh, come on. I mean, like you you expect a 13-year-old, you have a gear. It, how much knowledge can a person possibly have? So the Gemara, the, so the... Uh, what writes that it, it's like an onion when you peel away that which distracts us so then well it'll it'll flow from within us but because we're so distracted all the layers of schmutz uh, spiritual schmutz of physical distractions 
But if we could really think unadulterated, we Akadosh Baruch Hu would be so obvious to us. So here it seems a little different. Here it seems that they were held accountable. The guy was held accountable because they, there he dealt also with the question by the guy that Shavu Mitzvos Bnei Noach Meichatesi that the Shavu Mitzvos Bnei Noach. So he asked the same question as the Bar Mitzvah boy. And the answer is that it's it's inside of us. We have to just remove the things that are distracting. Anyways, Rabbi Shimon had a different opinion. Twelve lines from the bottom. Rabbi Shimon Omer Al Gabe Sid No, they had the rocks. Then they put Sid. They put lime lime on it, and then they wrote the Torah. V'chasu lahen lamata, and it said underneath it lamana sher lo yilamdu eschem laasos kechol v'gomer v'chule. Says the Gemara, "Hi lamata, what do we learn from here? Shim hayu chosim b'tshuva hayu mekablin osan. That if in fact the goyim would have uh, done tshuva, no problem, we would have happily embraced them." Amar Rava Bar Shila, my time at Rabbi Shimon. Why does he say that it was written on top of the Sid? Amim Sid. It was uh, the nations that were from the Sid that was burning. Al Iske Sid, that which is talking about, which was written on the Sid, which is the Torah that he said was written on that top layer. Rabbi Yehuda Kisid Ma Sid Ein Lo Takana Lasreifa Af Osam Hakusim. This is actually not the appropriate language. Mm-hmm. If you look here on the side, it says that Defus Yishonim Lifnei Hatzenzor, that the censors. Uh, this comes up in Shas periodically where we see moments where the censors came through Shas and removed some things. I'm surprised they didn't re- remove a lot more. Um, there's a lot of things in the Gemara that are super provocative in regards to Goyim. I don't understand why they picked this. Okay, it's about Umos Olam Sa'af. Osam Umos Olam Ein Lam Takana El Asrefa. Keman Azahadatanya, who is the author of the following Brisa, Vishavisa Shivyo. This is talking about it in Eishas Yafas Toar. On the one hand, we're supposed to wipe out all of the seven nations that live in Eretz Yisrael. But let's say that this woman is out of town. She's on vacation, right? So this is a Kanani woman, and she's in uh, Mitzrayim. So it says the Gemara, That means that if you have a woman who is a Kanani, and she's outside of Eretz Yisrael, but if she does Tshuva, then we don't kill her. We say, that's fine, we're, we don't have to kill her. So it says the Gemara, come on, who's that like? That has to be like Rav Shimon, who says that there is an aspect of chuba that applies to the Shiva Amim and to the nations that we're supposed to kill. So that's what the Gemara concludes, Rav Shimon, on that top line of Lamed Vav and Aleph. We'll pick up Emir Tashem tomorrow night with Lamed Vav and Lamed Zion. Oh my gosh, Lamed Vav and Bez is big. All right, we'll do our best. Wishing you all a beautiful night.